You are listening to the sermons of Concordia Lutheran Church, located at 3144 South Home Avenue in Berwyn, Illinois. We invite you to join us for worship on Sundays at 9 o'clock a.m. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Alleluia! Christ is risen! Such a joyous day after all of the uh, emotional roller coasters of the previous week. We've been through with Jesus as he instituted the Last Supper, when he uh, humbled himself by washing the disciples' feet. We were saddened as we saw him go to the cross, but joyful despite that, knowing that he did it for us. We watched while he rested in the tomb yesterday on Holy Saturday, and now. He's alive. He's risen. Jesus resurrected from the dead as the first one, the pattern for us that will be to follow. Today, St. Paul in 1 Corinthians wants to tell us something. He wants to tell us what he calls a mystery. He says, behold, I tell you a mystery. We use that word differently than the way St. Paul uses it. If we think of the word mystery, we often think of a mystery novel or a mystery movie. There's a crime at the beginning and then the private detective shows up and has to solve it, find the perpetrator and bring them to justice. And this mystery is something that you figure out. You can put together all of the clues until you finally come up with an answer. The mystery, the word mystery St. Paul uses, is not like that. That kind of mystery is not something you can figure out. It's something you have to have revealed to you. You can't test it. You can't look under a microscope. You can't lift up a rock and see it. It has to be revealed. We have things like that that we, we have. Um, Anybody who's tried to teach a preschooler to read knows exactly how much of a mystery it can be. There's nothing inherent in the letter A, the lines on a piece of paper, that makes the A sound. You have to sit with preschoolers and say, what letter is this? And they go, A, what, does it, what sound does it make? A. And you have to teach them, right? What sound does a T make? T. If you don't reveal what it's supposed to symbolize, they're not going to know it. And the same thing is true about a lot of the things in the Bible. There's mystery everywhere because it's hidden beneath the surface. We see lots of mysteries in Holy Week. When we look at Jesus through all of his difficulties, we wouldn't know what it's about unless it was revealed to us. When Jesus was on trial before the chief priests and the Pharisees, you could never know that it was a big deal. If you looked from the outside, all it was was some innocent guy being put on trial. That happened all the time. How could we possibly know that it was the judge of all creation, an innocent man who was being pronounced guilty? We couldn't know unless it was revealed to us. If you looked from the outside, if you saw this man on the cross, it would have just been any old Friday. 
The Romans were really good at executing innocent men. It happened all the time. How could we possibly know what it means if Isaiah hadn't revealed to us when he said, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. That's a mystery. And it's a mystery, even the resurrection. Even if you had been sitting outside the tomb and you watched Jesus walk out, just looking at that wouldn't tell you what it means for you. You wouldn't know. How could you? It's just a man walking out of a grave. It's super weird. But not for you. You couldn't know unless Jesus himself said it. Like in John 6, For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. Or John 11, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. It's a mystery. And it can only be revealed by the people who know. By God who sent his messengers to you. St. Paul has a mystery for us. He says, Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we shall be changed. St. Paul sets up a contrast between perishable and imperishable, between mortal and immortality. We know what perishable and mortal means. If you set a piece of fruit out on your counter, after a few weeks, it's going to be pretty rotten, right? Super gross, flies everywhere. It seems like we, we lose a celebrity just about every week or two, ones that were so important to many people, like a part of the core experience of their, their youth, and then they're gone. One such one was Stan Lee, do you know Stan Lee? He's the, uh, the guy behind Marvel. In fact, he had an appearance in every single Marvel movie. He would have a cameo somewhere in this minor role until now. He could be almost as famous as the heroes themselves. But will we remember him in 20 years? Will anyone know his name in 40 years? Or 80 or 100? That's mortal. That's perishable. And we feel it ourselves, too, in our bodies. As you know, I'm a, I'm a marathon runner, and I love to do that. Uh, in fact, I have a marathon in six days. Um, pretty exciting. I I'm, I'm really can't wait for it. But I know that a day is coming when I'm going to have to slow down a little bit. 
See, the last couple of years, I have been really doing well, uh, picking up speed every year. It's all because of my wife, my trainer. She's pretty great. But I know that as I'm heading towards 40, all of my PRs will be behind me. Every year, I'll slow down just a little bit until I can't run marathons anymore, until maybe I can't walk anymore. Isn't that perishable? Isn't that mortal? But what if, in the mystery of God, the perishable could become imperishable? The mortal could become immortal. That piece of fruit you set on the counter would be just as juicy as, and good as it was the day you set it as a thousand years from now. Wouldn't that be amazing? Our celebrities, wouldn't it be amazing if Mick Jagger didn't look more and more like a mummy every year? <laughs> wouldn't it be amazing if our joints never hurt, our bones never ached, we never slowed down? That's the mystery that the promise of the resurrection gives to you. That underneath all of this, the mortal and the perishable, we have the promise that it will be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable. And we shall be changed. That's a mystery. Something that you and I can't see. Only revealed to us through Jesus. St. Paul continues, For this perishable body must put on the imperishable, and this mortal body must put on immortality. When the perishable puts on the imperishable, and the mortal puts on immortality, then shall come to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. I read this passage, uh, this particular one, Every time I go to the graveside for a committal, we, we come from the funeral, we, we bring the casket to the grave, it sets over the open tomb with the, the uh, vault below, and I stand next to it. And everybody's there, they look at it, and they can't deny what's going on. That death is there and it's powerful. We like to be distracted by it. We like to turn our minds. We like to hide it away. We like to not talk about it. But at that moment, you cannot deny what's going on. And then I stand next to the grave and I deny it. I say, this is not the end. This is not the power. The perishable will put on the imperishable. The mortal will put on immortality. The heart that stopped will pump blood again. The lungs that are empty will breathe air again. The eyes that are closed will see God face to face. This is the mystery. This is the mystery that we say in tragedy too. Not too long ago, a member of the congregation came forward with a news story on his phone. 
Sri Lanka, Easter bombings, 207 dead in a series of coordinated attacks throughout the country on Christian churches. If ever there was a day for that, it's a good lesson for us. Because you stand next to a church that's been bombed, burned down, dead bodies everywhere, you'd say, this is defeat. I tell you a mystery. It is victory. Because Jesus is raised from the dead. They don't get it when they attack us. They think they're destroying us. They think they're defeating us. But those people who died there are the martyrs, crowned in glory and honor. We can only aspire to the victory that they have. Isn't that a mystery? And you get this promise, promise that they have, through the mystery that you're going to see today. Jesus' body and blood under bread and wine. You get in the mystery of a splash of water on your head in baptism. Less water than you put in a baby's bathtub. And yet it's the power of God, the grace of God, a promise of resurrection. It's the mystery of a man's words when he says, I forgive your sins in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And it's not just some dude who think, who's a little crazy, but God's power and his love. He's actually doing it. It's a mystery. That's what we proclaim in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That it wasn't just a man who died on the cross, was laid in the tomb and walked out three days later. It was God who did it for you. And that because of him, underneath everything that we see, under the perishable, the mortal, the dead, we have life. That on the last day, when the trumpet sounds, Christ will return and you will be raised imperishable. And you will change. And your mortal body will put on immortality. And your perishable body will put on imperishability. And then we will shout together, Death, where is your victory? Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Alleluia! Christ is risen. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermons of Concordia Lutheran Church. For more information about getting involved, please visit concordiaburwin.org. Like us on Facebook at Concordia Lutheran Church and Little Lambs.